This week on the podcast, the footy with Broden and Tom and a very special third guest. We're going to talk all the usual stuff. Mm -hmm. Some very exciting things actually this week. Just actually quite sincerely. Bounce that pill. Our third guest, our third host this week. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna. We very, we'll rarely have a third host. Mm. We've, and in fact, we've never done it. Never. But this person, in my opinion, is the future of AFL content. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said it to him directly, but like you notice in AFL media, how most things are, are, are made for above forties. Correct. Which is kind of why we started this podcast because we're like, there's a lot of people who don't just want to listen to old people talking about the same stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we started this. This person who I'm pointing at <laughs> uh, makes genuinely fantastic, not just football content, but good, you know, just generally good content, good sketches. You might see him on TikTok. You might see him on Instagram. He mm-hmm. changed his name on Instagram. He took his private account and made it, like his business. It's like me taking Broden and just turning it into Auntie Donna. It's Josh Josh Garlop. Thank you for being here. Oh, hey, thanks for being here. It's just such a nice setup. Yeah. I was gonna I was when you were gonna throw to me, I thought you were gonna make, introduce me and I was gonna pretend to be David King. <laughs> yeah, it's David King at the end of the day. Look, there's twenty six in this in in this intercept marks. But no, and also I should say the Kick It Forward podcast, which is uh, awesome and I listen to every week. Bullshit. I do. I, li- I listen to it at the gym. And the main thing I think as I'm listening to it is I'm like they got that. Si- are you are you live soundboarding? Uh, that's me. Yeah, pressing because he's got he's got like the Simpsons dun 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 shifty eye dog shifty eye dog and so many other cool things. I'm like, we should get a soundboard like live live soundboard. Ninety percent are, and often I'll do them, but then I'll resync them because I've missed it by two seconds. Yeah, right. Oh, really? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. what often we will do here is I'll go play a sting, and then I, I, I love that, and, and then, then I just like- I hope I hope that Tom puts something in, <laughs> and I'll often say something like, "Oh yeah, good choice." Yeah, and I have no idea what it actually is. <laughs> yeah. But you've literally you're from Perth. Yep. You're a WA man. You love your swans, not yeah. the swans. You just love a swan, a black swan. Big time. You love Kerry Stokes. You, uh, <laughs> I got a Stoke story actually. Do you? Um, when I was working, I worked at the West Australian. So I worked at Fox Sports for four years. That's my introduction to like footy media. Yes. And I remember being there one day and there was a big sigh. Like the guy next to me sighed because someone ran in the room and goes, Oh my God, Usman Khawaja's out for the third test. <laughs> and he was pretty early in his career. And the guy next to me, I hear this. <sighs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> like a full existential crisis yeah. in news. Is it News Corp? No. Yeah. Well, I think it's News Limited at yeah. the time. But And I was kind of in my head like, yeah, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so that was probably all the early warning signs. It wasn't for me. I'm passionate about it. But anyway, we ended up at the West Australian after I was made redundant for a second time Which at is Fox Sports. Owned by Kerry Stokes. Owned by Kerry Stokes. He also owns-, owns Channel 7. Yeah, right. yeah. Seven West Media, it's called. And- you know, he's a billionaire. He had recently had a public fight with Twiggy Forrest, but one, one of the other paper. richest people in the in the world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. Anyway, we're, um, they're fighting Facebook this one time and Kerry Stokes walks in and everyone's like, oh, the press is here, the press. They called him the press. And he walks in the back and he goes, um, hey, guys, they may have, Facebook may have mates in high places, but oh, may have friends in high places, but we have mates and they'll always trump then. And who's bloody paying for these sausage rolls? <laughs> and- um, <laughs> Six months prior, he'd fired 
half the staff. <laughs> See my head, I'm like, probably the fucking billionaire. Yeah, oh, oh my God. God. And everyone might laugh like, please get me on the job. Who's paying for these <laughs> sausage rolls? <laughs> you on your podcast when I was listening the other week, it was really nice to hear you literally just said something. I don't want to say who you were directly talking about, but you like said- what, Slander? Pedophile <laughs> island. Like you were- <laughs> When it was something was talking about, you were naming genuine billionaires and you're like, they all love their pedophile <laughs> islands like Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, I was right. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, I guess. I don't want to keep talking. I don't want to keep talking about it in, in case. Uh, we do other stuff. Like I deep dive into <laughs> to weird topics, which I like what you guys do too. Like um, Broden the other day put me on to the Cane Corns memorabilia. Oh, yeah, we talked about uh, that, the SEN. Don't, don't at me. And I mean, yeah. I listen to you guys say it out loud yeah. on the pod. And I'm so glad I didn't steal the bit because I just found it so funny that <laughs> it was this corrupted link. Yeah, it doesn't work. To <laughs> Redbubble. To Redbubble. And the other guy on it, I was also like, who the fuck is the <laughs> <Yeah>. other guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is he? Is he? I think he's racing. He's racing. Racing. Jockey. Oh, okay. Ex-jockey, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, there you go. Yeah. But the, uh, what were we just talking about? Something billionaires, billionaire. Josh, how great he is. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. the other day Josh sent to me just because uh, Wayne Kerry has started his podcast. Yes. I reckon just off us talking about him. Yeah, I reckon too. He sent, he, he, Josh just sent me a clip of his, <laughs> was it his first episode? <laughs> of him just going, I pooped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? He pooed his pants at school? I do, Like every time someone gets fired, like I'm kind of the same, I guess, starts a pod and it's like this time. Everyone else isn't telling it how it is. I'm telling yeah. it how finally, it is. Finally. Like, Fuck, I didn't think of that for a, <laughs> a radio idea. It's tell all. It's tell all. <laughs> it's tell all. Uh, and he went on and, you know, he's had hasn't had the best past. And the first line is sort of him trying to endear himself to the audience. Like, you know, I've come I've come a long way and stuff. And he goes, I was actually a shy kid growing up. I, I pooped my pants in primary school. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> I just immediately got sent it by four people. <laughs> and then the guy- like the our, first 10 minutes of the yeah. first episode. And then Giorgio on our pod just clipped it up. So it was like he was saying the rest of the pod and kept replacing words. <laughs> <Put in my laughs> um, no, it's good. Another good thing to know about Josh, right, is I met jo- I know Josh through, you know, content. Mm-hmm. I went on uh, your podcast last year, the, yep. the original Kick It Forward. And- um, but then, so I knew him as like a comedy guy from Perth, and then he mentioned that he was going to play in a basketball tournament tournament in Melbourne, mm. and I'm like, oh yeah, that's nice, like a fun little pickup game, and it was for red a Red Bull tournament of basket like three on three. And I was like, I'll go watch this guy. He's firstly Josh is nine foot eleven. Mm, yeah, very tall. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Tom. It's funny I went to nine foot eleven, isn't it? Yeah, and um, nine eleven. He, he, and they're up against like legit street basketballers. Like, there's people who've come in from America mm. to play. There's, it's like a, it's like, it's like, um, it looks like N1 kind of setup. Yeah, 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 if yeah, N1 yeah. was set up in Turak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kept winning. Like, there's just like three dangly white guys from <laughs> Perth and they just kept winning. And he was like hitting three pointers and rebounding and then. It got to. I I stayed for about three rounds, and I just couldn't believe it. He's so good at basketball. Where did you play? Um, well, I. It's it's the weirdest thing. Sorry to talk about myself, Tom. Like I've actually got no, some questions for you about the Gold Coast Suns. <laughs> oh God. Um, 
my family's a basketball family. So my brother played 11 years pro. He, he, Did he? His wife played for Australia for about 10 years. They met at the AS. Wow. Um, my dad was a professor. He didn't play basketball, <laughs> but we went into that sport. The professor Perth. is an N1 basketball player, as he you is. know. <laughs> That's my dad. <laughs> the professor. Yeah. I love the professor. Go on. Uh, and we were growing up and we were playing. So- I, I, that was such a huge part of my life that I was unsuccessful at for 10 years or 11 years. And <laughs> the thing is, there's a lot of really good players in Australia that play basketball for free. If you sure. go over, uh, in, in Europe, you could play at a lower level and get paid and stuff. But everyone here plays for the love of the game. <laughs> and I did that till I was 30, 31. And, um, but I had something to replace that, which yeah, was really comedy. handy. So I didn't really think about it mm. as much in the media and comedy. Yeah. Uh, so I forget I had this like kind of fun skill, but- when I compare it to my career, which I believe was massive failure, and I compare it to my brother, I think I'm fucking shit. I think yeah, I'm no, so yeah, shit. Yeah. So when I explain to people, I'm, it's it's that sort of how, yeah. How far away are you from the worst basketball NBA player? <laughs> the worst NBA player. Yeah, because you know no. what I mean. Because you know you look at like Charlotte Hornets or you know Houston Rockets at mm. the moment, and you look at their eleventh player on their bench, miles off. How but, they're what? so? How far away from NBL are they? Uh, oh, I mean, like there's a crossover, so yes, there'd be a, yeah. it'd bleed into it. Like there's guys that were good enough in the NBL that could be on a roster, and you find that now. Like Xavier Cooks just signed with the Washington Wizards yep. on a four year deal because they thought they could buy him buy in early. It was one of the best things I've ever seen. Is NBL sharing a highlight of Xavier Cooks playing for the Washington <laughs> Wizards? It's like him doing a putback slam, <laughs> a putback dunk. It's like, oh yeah, and then you look at the time on the clock, and it's like three seconds left, fourth quarter. Um, uh, Houston 140, Washington Wizards 65. And you're like, I think this might be a junk time. <laughs> yeah, potentially. We'll get used to it. The NBL will be doing that. Torrey Craig played in the NBL in Cairns and he's now with Denver playing on oh, no, uh, Suns in the um, mm-hmm. NBA. And anytime he plays, they clip it up and like, damn crazy how this world works. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Torrey Craig playing minutes. Like, oh, I mean, they're both. Shut up. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Good on you, though. We should jump to NBA, NBA very quickly. We've got to get to NBA because, you know, I want to get it out of the way. And mm. it's the actually the happiest I've ever been with NBA in about a decade. Mm. Josh, I go for the Philadelphia 76ers almost <laughs> as much as Melbourne. And in the last two days, actually, this will come out and people will be listening to this after game two and we've probably gone 1-1. But at the moment, Joel Embiid has done his knee and he's not playing. He's the end. He was announced the MVP today, which is mm-hmm. just incredible. Um, so wrapped about that. But James Harden yesterday went for forty-five points and beat Boston in Boston to go up one in in the second round. Um, it's very exciting. I'm just very happy about it, and uh, I never want this to end. <laughs> mm. Is he any chance of coming back? I don't know the. It's it's no. weird, right? Like he he's training at the moment, and he's 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 there's footage of him that Drew Hanlon, his private coach, shared today, mm. which was clearly taken today of him with a knee harness on doing um like playing, and um I reckon he probably desperately wants to play. Yeah, but I reckon the Sixers will go if we get out of Boston one one. That's a great win, and if we and that gives him another two three days off, they'll kind of force him not to play. 100%. And I think either way, he needs to get surgery post-season now. Like, is it? Yeah, that's I didn't what know I that. read. I thought yeah. it was just a swelling or an injury. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. As you know, there's a lot of misinformation. I love how the AFL on Tuesday releases their injury list and it's all like pretty accurate because the NBA is just- Don't tell you shit. All over the place. Someone someone on Twitter today, um, AFL Twitter is quite funny, I reckon. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, 
someone today was like, fucking no, Phil, this is an absolute load of shit. Why do they force them to put out uh, medical sheets if they don't even update them? Because then Geelong was nine, people with TBC. Yeah, right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, speaking of AFL Twitter and funny AFL Twitter, let me see if I can very quickly find it. Someone, I, I want to credit the right place. AFL Integrity Unit. Do you follow them on Twitter? Yeah, yeah. AFL Integrity Unit said, just shared the um, port... Port Adelaide Sandful Guernsey, <laughs> which is the stripes. Obviously, as we know, like like the has caused the most uproar between Collingwood and Port Adelaide. Yeah. And just gone, current Tasmania team jumper concept. Stripes representing the thylacine, black and white of the Tasmania of the Tassie Devil combining to evoke the state's convict heritage. Iconic. <laughs> just like, so funny. I thought that was just so funny. I'm just picturing Eddie Maguire having an aneurysm somewhere. <laughs> just, fully, <laughs> just fully blowing up. Sorry to do Twitter corner. Um, no, I Twitter just, corner. Give a sting, Tom. I like it. Thanks, Tom. I can't hear it, but it sounds awesome. Love it. Uh, Tom and and Broden. So, have you ever noticed? So, the Herald Sun is like gutter trash right now. I still read the articles and stuff. Sure. But, but the, you know, there's a side of it that is so clickbaity now that it's just like, how far can you go? Now it's the same with the West, same with all of them. You must. But now all the all the outlets have like a rumor mill, so oh, yeah. you can send in anything. And, and they you get on. So WA has the snitch, <laughs> and then there's one that's got a got a got a tip question mark to the Herald Sun. Yeah, and this is their what they wrote this week. This is actually printed online and in the paper, and it was just says putting the squeeze on Victoria's movers and shakers and headline makers. Which Geelong cat went a purring to the boudoir of a potential hookup only for a plan to be scratched after the young lady got cold claws? The duo hooked up at a Melbourne bar during a pre-season night out, and the star play was keen to raise a frisky stakes back at her place. The cat took in it in her, his stride when she wanted to call it a night, but then he asked the stunner to pay for his Uber from Melbourne back to G-Town. Meow. <laughs> What was that? Is that the, the the Geelong paper or the Herald Sun? Herald Sun. Oh my god! What is that? Actually, I actually couldn't understand what was going on. So, so yeah, a, a, a football player went to a girl's house and then went home. Well, then she got cold claws, and then <laughs> he... he fucked a cat. <laughs> yes, that should have been the headline. Yeah. Man fucks cat. That doesn't <laughs> even have to be Cameron fucks cat. <laughs> doesn't have to be football related at all. Man fucks cat. <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah, I love that. Hey. Lovely to have you here. Thank you. Uh, listen to the Kick It Forward podcast. You've got a lot of videos coming out in the next week is what you said. I'm very excited to see all your videos. Can, if you just... Hot tip now for anyone listening in the future. What do you think is your best video about to come out? Uh, what are you ha- most excited about? I actually need Tom's help with this because you're a musician, Tom. And yes. We have one with Josh Rochelle and we filmed it okay. prior to the season. He loves him. I do. What a... You know, what a lovely looking young man. Mm-hmm. He's so good at footy. Mullet? Would you call it a mullet? You know what? It's a glamour mullet. I don't yeah. know what that is. <laughs> I agree. So like a fan, like going to a hairdresser to get it. Yeah. Like yeah. a perm almost. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's more love for him than any any player in the AFL right now as far as like good looking mm-hmm. young people. Anyway, yeah. we did a video with him at the start of the season and I don't know how to do music on videos. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I'm so, so impressed by the things you guys put together with that in that regard. But we might, I was like, well, Rochelle, that rhymes with a lot of funny words. What if yeah. we just did like a little song? Yeah. So it starts with Harry, my friend, going, oh, Rochelle on the telly. And then I go, <laughs> what did you say? And he's like, Rochelle on the telly. And then it goes into my face and I start singing, I got Rochelle on the telly, tap my belly, Harry Smelly. And it's like Machiavelli, Donatelli. And then we got, That's Re- great. We got Rochelle 
to do every pose in front of a green screen so oh, they can sick. put him any, everywhere yeah. and, and it's going to be on the TV. But you haven't made the music, is that what you're saying? I don't know how to. So, if, like, trying to guess it, I'm, like, on Ableton. Tom can help you. Yeah. I'll help you. I will pay you, Tom, whatever you want <laughs> if you help me. I will help you for sure. Oh, fuck yes. Well, Thank that you. sounds really funny. That's a good one coming. And then we got um, one about booing, the booers. Uh, just <laughs> the idea of a booer. Um, having a national booers meeting uh-huh. and everything's like counter cyclical. Yeah. If things are going well, the booers are upset. Yeah. And if things are going bad, the booers are great. <laughs> love that. I love that. Mm. Uh, no. What about you guys? Oh, we had a TV show come out. <laughs> yeah. That's about it then. We're we play done. Minecraft on our Patreon soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of good stuff happening, Josh. <laughs> Perfect segue. You set that up so well. Mm. Tom is a. We haven't, we haven't really talked about it that much on this podcast, but. Tom, we have a very secret weapon here. Mm. He's like an award-nominated film scorer. What? Mm. Like he he you, ads you see on TV, you wouldn't even know he made mm. little series called Dusty and Rusty. <laughs> what? <laughs> yep. Well, I wrote that, and he did the music. Did the music and Max, who makes Donna, directed it. And I and uh, Dustin it- Martin is our uh, our gaffer. Is that why you texted? Um, you were texting Dusty before. Like, how's your knee? Yeah, I was. Yeah, I like to do that. Yeah, I've never <laughs> met the cunt in my life. Actually. Um, but uh, yeah, so he he makes a lot of really good music. He scores a lot, but we haven't really utilized that. Mm. So for the first time this week, Tom made a remix of an AFL song. <gasps> yeah. Now we're going to play it for the first time here. Mm. Now for the first song that you've chose to remix, what have you gone with? I've gone for the Fox Footy theme. Oh, Which is whoa. not its actual song, correct? What? It's not. It's sorry. It's not its actual name, is it? It's Fox Footy theme. It is. What's it? What do you think it's called? I thought it was like Wilmot the Three. Oh, it's got, he, there's a version. Okay, so okay, there's like right. it's my favorite song in the world. Yes. There's th- <laughs> three different versions of this song that I know of. Yeah. Right. There's the original, which is kind of like a almost dubstep. It's got a lot of... Oh, yes. I forgot and it's a about bit more version. electronic. <laughs> yes, yes. The yes, second yes. one is the Melbourne Symphony Orchestra doing it, which, which yeah, dum, yeah. Dum, I think is what you've written. Yeah, that's what I've written. And then there's a third version, which is kind of closer to the first one, or maybe a bit more stringy, but it's keyboard strings. Yeah, okay. And a woman singing over it about being standing tall. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stand tall. Like, it's, it was a, it's, it's awful. I haven't heard that one. But I forgot about the original dubstepy one. So what I thought I would do with Josh and Broden and the viewers is I would bring in now this remix is listeners. not finished. Listeners. It's viewers, I said, did I? Yeah. Listeners, it's not finished. So this I brought is, in a draft, so, an idea. And I'd love to know our audience... Would you like to him to finish this? Oh, I'm going to finish it. <laughs> but no, you kind of leave it up in the air. Oh, I'm going to leave it up in the air. Tom, okay. you have a Rochelle <laughs> tonight. He loves Rochelle so much. Yeah, he talks about the three good. R's. What are they? Rochelle, Rankin, Rankin, Raleigh Philthor. Raleigh Philthor. Oh, can I ask you very quickly? Yeah. Actually, we'll come back to that. Okay, cool. Now, the question is going to be, how do you make AFL people be funny? Um, but we'll get back to that. All right. <laughs> Are you, do you want to just play it? Yeah. So I've gone for like, I wanted to do like a trappy, keep the orchestral feel of it, the epic feel of it, go for like a trap remix sort of thing. And then what's the end goal? Do we just, do we just. The end goal is you guys are going to give me notes, give me great ideas. Mm-hmm. The listeners are going to send in their great ideas and we're going to improve it and we're going to bring it every week for four weeks. Mm-hmm. So every <laughs> podcast on a Thursday in May. Love it. We're going to bring an update until we have a finished song. So it'll be all of our song. Wow. And then we sell it to Fox or well, make I, some money? I, I don't know what we do then. We just put it on Instagram, I guess. All right, here it is. It's a banger to begin with. Mm, comes in hard. 
I love how it started low because you know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> now we start to build a bit. <clears throat> yeah. Feel it building. I'm shaking. <laughs> Bounce that pill. Well done. Wow. That's draft one, guys. That needs to somehow become part of like young people lexicon and you know you're at you're at Swan Street or something and you can just walk by a pub getting a kebab and you're like, fire, that's my fucking song. Yeah, that's my, <laughs> that's my jam. That you, you're, the end goal for that is you remember when we were young lads and uh, Pendulum did the, uh, mm. the ABC thing? Yes. That's your goal. It's very Pendulum-esque. Pendulum. I could take that as a note. That's a good note. Pendulum. What other notes do we have? Uh, would you make the bounce that pill mm. Broden's Deep bounce that pill. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I'll get you in the studio, Broden. I'm not free. <laughs> I was thinking of getting. I think a rap verse from Broden could be quite good as well. <laughs> My name's Broden Kennedy, and I love to. <laughs> Maybe do a rap version. <laughs> oh, we could do a rap version I'm from yeah. Melbourne. You see, because it's got that that right, you know, sort of tempo. Why you could also do a version where you put his Rochelle run over it. You could Rochelle mm. Donatelli, and it's, it's a little bit copyright, smelly. copyright, copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we own that now is what I'm no. saying. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, are we going to get sued by Fox? Uh, we could. Yeah. No, they're just happy anyone's talking about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. True. Look, they should really embrace us and yeah. get around it, I reckon. Okay, so I want to know two things from people. I want to know what they want to hear more of in yeah. that. Do they like it? Of course. And the do. answer will be yes. Yeah. Second thing I want to hear is, uh, you know, suggestions. And then third, what other things do they want remixed or, yes. or ad- adapted? Remix is such a... A loaded word. Isn't it? Yeah. Re- revisited. Revisited, remade. Our like a version. Yeah. <laughs> Our like a version of football songs. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool to do. Yeah. Anyway, did you like that? I really liked it. Yeah, just the trap was amazing. Let's listen to the... Is it a bit pixel? So we're listening to it in mono is what your issue is. But yeah. Yeah. But are they going to get a good... Are they going to hear it? I'll replace it probably. Okay, right. Yeah, we're recording in stereo, but we're listening in mono. <laughs> so you'll probably keep it then? Yeah, I could, yeah. Yeah, banger. Yeah. I just wanted to highlight a few things, right? So mm-hmm. obviously Tazzy was officially announced yesterday. Mm-hmm. While you were on a plane, mm-hmm. Tazzy, uh, how did you feel about that? You couldn't watch it live. You would have been in the air. Yeah, I really wanted to watch the 45-minute press conference. <laughs> <laughs> At Blundstone Arena in the yeah. middle of a field. Hey, we bloody need a roof down here. Government, give us some more millions. <laughs> so, so what happened is that well, the, the, the biggest, you know, the thing everyone's talking about right now is what are we calling the team? Yeah, and it's very clearly ninety eight percent devils is the is the is the talk, and the only reason, like Islanders, is the only other thing, or mm-hmm. and everything else is kind of jokey. Yeah. I feel like it has to be Devils. Is mm-hmm. that what you think? Well, yeah, but then there's this big thing that's come out that Warner Brothers are refusing yes. to release the Devil. They own, <laughs> <laughs> they own the Tasmanian Devil, right? Yeah, trademarked. Which, which is a shame, right? So it's the kind it's of suggestion shame. that they can't start a team called the Tasmanian Devils, right? Yeah. 
so I was really worried about that because I think that's, you know, the perfect name for them. But then uh, luckily for me and anyone else who was watching 360 on Tuesday night, <laughs> the, issue, the, is, the issue was resolved. A reread of it today. Um, the trouble is that the commercial the lawyers are trademark on it. is Mark on Robinson. Warner Brothers. That's crap. I know, I know they do, but that's rubbish. <laughs> well, it's not. It's just no, no, but, no, 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 but it, it can't be. There's got to be goodwill in this world. If we don't, if we run out of goodwill, we're all in trouble, Jared. <laughs> Who's it? Warner Brothers. Yeah. They only got the name because of Tasmania, <laughs> the state of Tasmania. If Tasmania wants, right? To call their football team the Tasmanian Tigers, they do it. <laughs> and if Warner Brothers says you've got to pay us money, all of Australia boycotts all Warner Brothers okay. so movies. I so I, I just wanted to say it's great news that it's been resolved. <laughs> yeah, it's been resolved. I, My- I saw someone wrote on it, um, uh, guys, I, I know it's really confusing this this whole debacle, but it, I, I think um, I think Robbo actually did a law degree while he was off. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, yeah. Because he had new. I was so happy he's back. I was genuinely worried for his health. He hadn't. He had a major heart thing last year. Yeah, I remember. Like yeah, severe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had fucking pneumonia. Oh, oh did he really? Yeah, he's had pneumonia for three weeks, and they just they go real quick. They don't say Robbo's sick. They just go, go here's Jason Dunstall. That's not Robbo. Yeah. And so he's had pneumonia up in Warrandyte up in the hills with his dogs. Yeah. And he comes back and he's just fucking <laughs> S-tier straight away. <laughs> no. Warner Brothers own it. Nah. I'm not having no, it. It's not. No. Goodwill law. <laughs> yeah, he's just gone. Oh, 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 oh. I'll be so sad when he like stops doing media. He's the best. He, uh, You know what? If you love him or hate him, he- Incite something in you yeah. and, and most of it's not too negative But he's just so bizarre sometimes as well 100% Love a grumpy old man Best thing in the world And then a second thing On our Monday podcast I brought up the four to five pillars Of what Tassie needs to be successful, right? Mm-hmm. And I said they need to have a doco Like what Wrexham That's the way to get, you know, things going Yes I turn on the radio every morning I walk my dog mm. I, uh, you know, put in, put the wireless on Yep Tune into Gary Lyon, Gary and Tim on SEN. Mm. I hear this. No, the the soccer. Oh, that's correct. Okay, I thought that was a coronation. That's the other thing that needs to start today: the documentation of this new club and the Gary. doco and the doc. And what? build it and Mary. maybe whisper and get. Oh, have we got a business name in our business. Uh, we've got a lot of different business. He listens to this podcast. <laughs> He's stolen that straight from your gob, mate. I I. God, when I, I almost died when I was eight, Josh. I had septicemia from appendicitis, right? Oh, and, and the Adelaide Hospital. Adelaide's a great place, but their doctors are shit. They didn't know I had appendicitis and I almost died. Mm. And I got a letter. I was on my deathbed. I got a letter from Gary Lyon, 1996 or seven, saying, hey, mate, it's Gary Lyon here. Hope you pull through. Mm. I got out of bed and just fucking went back to school. I was fixed. He's a star. He saved my He's life. Special, an angel. Oh, is that a true story? Well, up until like I, I, then they had I had surgery and they pulled my appendix out. And, like, <laughs> and then like after I remember like it was a tiny little cut and I've still got it, but like I couldn't walk for a week. Mm. Yeah, it's rough. Yeah, yeah. You've had big surgery. I've had big surgeries on my guts. Can't move and it hurts. Yeah. Um, yeah, you're a thieving dog, Gary. <laughs> yeah, you're a thieving dog, Gary. So it just tells me that we're becoming more influential and more powerful. That's mm. all I just wanted to point. Moving on. 
I asked you both to prepare for me because we're media people now. We, yes. uh, but we're not. We're sort of the outsiders, if you mm-hmm. will. Sort yeah. of like Sky News's show, The Outsiders, where like there's the insiders on ABC, which talks about political commentary, but mm-hmm. then Sky News has the outsiders, right, which is okay. you know your Mark Lathams and your, oh, uh, no, I, and I'm your not Andrew Bolts. Where. The outsiders. Oh, no, bro. That's not a good and parallel to draw at all. So no, we I, are. <laughs> we are. So what I've done is I've asked you both to prepare for me your all-star AFL commentary team. Yeah. Now, I did this with lots of time to prep. Yeah. You were in an Uber five minutes away. <laughs> yeah. Josh and Tom, you were sitting there. Yeah. And uh, I said, I want you guys to prepare two commentators. Yep. Two special comments. Yep. One boundary rider. Yeah. And this just spilled straight out of me. I had it done in 10 seconds. 10 seconds? 10 seconds, I reckon. How long did it take you? Well, mine happened quickly and then I was like, I feel like I was neglecting. It was a recency bias that yep. I was just yep. picking recent yep. ones. So I'm going to put an asterisk on mine. Oh, great. Okay. Well, shall we crack in? Yeah, sure. Play sure. a sting. Mmm. Good sting. Uh, <laughs> let's start with boundary rider. Okay. And I want to hear yours, Thomas. Daisy. Which one? Because both of them are well, Daisy Pierce is more of a special comments now. Yes, but I love Daisy Pierce in that role. I think that's perfect. Because Daisy Thomas is special comments now. No, interested in Daisy Thomas. Get him out of here. <laughs> Daisy uh, Thomas on Channel Seven, right? Yeah, he's now the guy. No, what, I like Daisy pushed him Pierce. back into the media. Why didn't you like him, uh, Tom? I just prefer Daisy Pierce. If it's a battle of Daisies, I'm with Daisy Pierce. I think Pierce has taken Daisy, mm. so they call him Dale Thomas now. Oh. Right, yeah, 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 that makes sense. So makes I don't, sense. I, I forget what stories I've said and haven't said, but recently, Josh, I got an ABC logo tattooed on my bum, and I, run, I bumped into Dale Thomas at Listener at, yeah. at, at, at uh, Southern Cross Osteria because they do a daily footy talk podcast, which I went on once, mm-hmm. and I bumped into him. He said, "Hey, what's up? What are you doing today?" And I was like, oh, "I'm a bit nervous tonight. I'm going to get a tattoo on my bottom of the ABC logo," and he said, "Ha." Huh. Don't worry about that, mate. Look at this. And he pulled his pants down and showed me his bum, which had like, I'm not joking, seven tattoos on it. Oh, really? Like Bali 90, like <laughs> Bali 2005. <laughs> and like the boys trip, like the lads go pie, just shit. Like he looked like Chopper, like yeah, right. prison tats everywhere. And I was like, I feel, I do feel better now. But just on his, <laughs> just on his bum, not anywhere else. No, on just his all over his ass. Just little like. <laughs> <laughs> like quick, quick barley ones done everywhere. Oh, yeah, he's still camera ready now because it's all in his body. Yeah, exactly yeah, right. Exactly. exactly. So, uh, okay, you've gone Daisy Pierce. Who have yep. you gone, Josh? Well, I've got a bit controversial. I've zagged. I know you guys are big ziggers. We, we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've gone a robot that just asks the most pointed question <laughs> everyone's thinking rather than beating around the bush. Just a robot. Yeah, because I have this theory like boundary riders are a giant waste of time. Mm-hmm. It's it, often like they will go down. And we'll head down to the boundary because so-and-so has the news. And they'll be like, it's a, a wonderful day down here. It's like, that's three seconds I didn't need. It's like, and um, the crowd is loving it. That's another three seconds I don't need. It's yeah. just like- 100%. Mark, and but at the moment, because Fox Footy doesn't fly people out anymore. Yeah. It's their only person on yeah. the ground. So they actually have important information now. And they're like, it's raining here. Yeah. Or it's really hot. Or the ground's on fire. Or- oh, you know what I've noticed? It's like they'll throw to the boundary rider to give an injury update and they're like, yeah, they've gone into the rooms. It doesn't look good. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, we, we gathered. Yeah. <laughs> they had that incident. Toby Green uh, bumped the umpire a couple of years ago. I can't yeah. remember when. And Tassie, actually. Yeah. Oh, God. Congratulations, Tassie, again. <laughs> mm. uh, and he's walking off after the game and Luke Hodge was the boundary rider that night. And um, his question to him was, you didn't, you didn't mean to do it, did you? 
<laughs> and he goes, nah. And he goes, yeah, there you go. All right, back to you guys. That's right. So, like, in, in WA... Yeah, Matty Pavlich is doing a lot of mm. Fox Footy's mm. heavy, you know, carrying, and then Mark yeah. Rusciuto yes. in every Adelaide game. Doesn't matter what games in Adelaide. Just halfway through a game, you say, "Yeah, yeah. just the most <laughs> fucked voice." Yeah, oh, yeah, boys. I have noticed. That. Which is actually it's my my one is Eddie Betts because he's down there and he oh, genuinely great. has good input and is great. Hundred percent. So robot Eddie Betts and Daisy Pierce. <laughs> yeah, great. So <laughs> okay, going to special comments now. Right. Can I get your first? Special comments. I'm going with Buckley. Nathan Buckley. Nathan Buckley. Okay. I like his insight. Very clever. Pretty straight down the line. Pretty straightforward. Yeah. Good media performer. Very. Okay. Again, I've zagged. I've gone with Wayne Carey. Now, <laughs> if you... If, no, um, take that back. <laughs> I mean, you can go for a robot and Wayne Carey. Uh, Daisy Pierce. Oh, I uh, like her in the special comments yeah, right. situation because she's a sort of... <laughs> whenever she's in that position, she's a sort of good person where your dad's watching and your dad goes... Well, that's body smart. Yeah. <laughs> she says just enough, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah and she's yeah. understated in the way she goes, oh, it's that. There's mm-hmm. no big, you know. Uh, my favourite special comments from Daisy Pierce, who I also have in my special comments, by the way, is in the AFL, the 2021 Melbourne Grand Final, which I watched over that off-season 30, 40 times. Mm-hmm. When we've won, she's special comments on that game, and Brian Taylor goes to her, I think I see a tear in the eye of Daisy over here. And Daisy does not give a fuck about nah. the men's fo- nah. Melbourne team at all. Like the women's team and the men do not care at all about one another. That's They're, interesting. They may as well be separate teams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she kind of goes, "Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's not for me. It's the, it's the, <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's the, the fans. I'm happy for." <laughs> Just like BT tries to put on that it's this big thing for her. She does not care. She takes him down like at least once a week. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do you guys, the stupid shit he says. Do you guys f- listen to the seven call or the fox call more likely? Like, it, if could, I have an option, yeah, yeah. Well, I have gone. I, I, I will. There have been moments where I, I have simulcast SEN while yeah. watching while watching AFL. Wow, I can't stand the Channel Seven broadcast. Is it too like cliche and lame? Yes, yes it is And it's not insightful or interesting Or done with finesse or love I think at its worst It's very <laughs> it's very 5 out of 10 Yeah, It's very safe and a bit boring at points What yeah. do you think? Uh, probably like it's pretty similar uh, There's certain parts I love Like I actually love roaming Brian Right. I, and at, at the start I was like What a lame, what an idiot And now yeah. I watch it in like 24 minutes Wandering around He has to like run up to people It's actually quite hard yeah. And oh, he, yeah. also, he also like throw shade every now and then if someone's a little bit rude he'll like send them a barb but you have to listen to it and then he'll walk away it's yeah, like he yeah. leaves it um, so like I actually don't mind BT yeah. a lot of people hate him do you like when they throw to um, Heath Shaw and a football player they recorded in February talking about their favourite Macca's meals <laughs> I love it you know what my favourite is though um, Hamish McLaughlin talking to a kid oh yeah that is good <laughs> hey uh, what are you doing there what are you, you going to do today you like the footy yeah <laughs> oh my god kids say the darndest things <laughs> hate it's it a, it's, 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 it's awful it's, yeah, he gets paid entirely for that. All right. Everyone, we've ever went two daisies and a... Mm. And, and a bucks. Daisy winning at the moment. Yeah. Your second special comments, Tom. Gary Lyon. Interesting. I like Gary. Okay. It's easy to over... You know, he steals and stuff, but that's good. <laughs> what yeah. do you like about Gary Lyon? Um, he just has a warmth to him. I want some seriousness when I'm listening to the call by call. Yeah. But for special comments and stuff, I don't mind a bit of warmth. I, I, I respect love. that. I yeah. respect that. I like your answer better than mine. I Have had you zagged? 
Yeah, <laughs> I, I like Gary Lyon too. Like mm. now, I think about it. my original one was Nathan Buckley, so yeah. we've clashed on two. Yeah. Okay, interesting. You had the same one. Well, no, I had um, Daisy Pierce, but I I like okay. I like Nathan Buckley. Is the other one? Here's mm. mine, Dermot Brereton. Oh, oh I get can't out. stand why? He does all the Suns games and it's just awful. I'm going to get more and more controversial as this goes on. <laughs> <laughs> um, he talks like... The, it, it reminds me of 1994. Yeah. And uh, I have a photo. Um, I don't know if you've seen, but me with Dermot Brereton in 1995, moments after my dad got called a fuckwit by uh, Wayne Carey to yeah. my dad. I don't know if you're across this. Is this the TV mm. interview? Mm. None, yeah. of, none, of, none of your business. Um, <laughs> there I am with Dermy there. Uh, Fuck wit yeah. <laughs> And um, I actually like what he has to say If you watch that GWS Sydney game Last week Moments before Toby Green kicks the goal He goes Watch Toby Green here And then he, It was the exact No way. he undoubtedly knows What he's talking about And has He often So what's your problem then He often says stuff about Like people How they played in juniors Or where they played And he's always bang on I just don't like the delivery I don't like <laughs> How slow and laboured He's it he's is. AFL for me. He's one of those. He's AFL. Yeah. Mm. So um, I respect your positions. Yeah. I'm a Dermot. Man. I think I think he gets too much hate to be honest because I I find him annoying sometimes. But I think with all these things, it's such a passionate sport, and everyone thinks they can do it. Yeah. Mm. The role too that uh, Dermot probably cops it because there's you know just a weight of numbers. Eventually, someone's going to be like you blonde f word. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So Dermot's mine. We're moving to commentators now. Do it, commentators thing. <laughs> Um, Alright Number Your first commentator So this is the best one Doesn't matter uh, James Brayshaw Oh interesting Ooh. I really like okay. Brayshaw I just always have He's football for me It's a bit mid of you If I'm being honest Yeah If I can speak, if I can speak like <laughs> If I can speak like An 18 year old He has a Is that what they say really I saw someone tweet The other day Auntie Donna is mid yeah, I mean, that's fair. Is that rude? Yeah, it's a rude it's a thing to say. Is it? it's, it's not like, like mid-strength. Is it like a mid-strength beer? It is, yeah. Or just like middling. At least I'm not low. Is that what you're... Yeah, yeah exactly. Or zero. But can I zero just defend beer. myself? Yeah, sure. I think he has a a passionate delivery. Like he cares and he gets into it. Who are we talking it. about again? Brayshaw. Oh, sorry. Yes, JB. Yeah, no. JB is his are you talking, when you, Can I ask a question? Yeah. When you, are you talking about Triple M JB I'm or Channel 7 JB? I didn't know he was on Channel 7. He is all the time. When I think of football and like passionate calling and like emotional calling and with a tinge of fun and funness and happiness to it, I think of JB. Because on Triple M, they're all fun. Yeah, because yeah, Triple right. M rocks footy. Yeah, Triple course. M very you know very simply it rocks footy. <laughs> um, I had um oh sorry go on no 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 that's all I have to say this is my defence. I just wanted to uh, for an example for anyone who doesn't yeah, know I just do. wanted to this might be bad to listen to but I've got the angle now the kicks oh. off. He's gone to the Hulk Hogan. He got the gun show out push-up. Cool, yeah. You know, the in-jokes, the, the lad. Yeah. It's part of that. So that's that culture of footy where it's like the lads having fun and being friends, yeah. which goes two ways. Yes, it's like, I agree. It's either really good or really bad. Yeah, or and see, I think BT has a lot of that and I hate it. Yeah. Whereas I think JB has that light balance. He allows you, he welcomes you into his in-jokes. What do you hate about BT uh, in... Like, do you have any? I think he genuinely is dispassionate about the game. Oh, really? I think I genuinely catch him talking about the new CEO coming in or something at a centre bounce. Like, I genuinely no, he think does lose he, interest. He loses interest in games all the time. He has a huge bias in a lot of games, like a Collingwood game. If they're losing, should we game. play that was out of bounds? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, he has his moments, of course. But in general, I find him dispassionate. 
That's interesting. I like that hot take. Mm, it's a hot take. Hot take sting there, please. Fire! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> As show and makers goes inside 50, they're all one-on-ones. Puopolo went up with the... Fu- should say as well, this is at a moment where it like... It's not clear that it was out of bounds. Yeah. It's West Coast Hawthorne in like, what was it, 2014 or something like that? Yeah. The team tap it back in. Someone snaps around, kicks a goal, and all this stuff is happening on yeah. his camera, and he just gets stuck on a thing. Yeah, he gets stuck. Of his body, and now Roughhead. That, that was, was out. out of bounds. That was out. That was out of bounds. That was out of bounds. That was out of bounds as Shields goals. <laughs> that to me is someone more interested in, yeah, yeah. That was I've made my point. I think, yeah, no, yeah, it gets momentum. Who was your set? Who was your first one? So, well, I'm going to rank the first one. I say next is my number one, numero uno. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. And I'm recently biased because I didn't grow up with them. I don't have as much. I'm probably going to say Adam Papalia. Oh, yeah. Dude, so, you grew up with Adam Papalia. No, no, no. He's my number two. Recent. He's only been around for the last couple of years. WA, obviously, yeah, right. Australian, but. He has none of the frills of the ego that comes with a commentator. Mm. If you want a guy that isn't dispassionate, the guy that's just like, okay, I got here from 20 years of trying and learning the craft and being knocked down every time. Mm -hmm. And now I'm here and not losing this seat. It's it's Adam Papalia. I thought it was Papalia. Uh, no, it's, I think it's Papalia. I've there done a little bit of work with him. I've, I've just, no, you would know. Mm. I, I've just read his name. So yeah, you right. know him and, and know his background and I'm just guessing. Well, maybe I've been saying it wrong the whole time. Because <laughs> everyone calls him Paps. They're like, hey, yeah, Paps. Paps. Right. And why? Because they don't know if it's Aaliyah or Alia. Broden. Okay, my first one is I think the, the AFL's one great shining hope at greatness in the future and is underused. I, I'm championing this man and I do, mm. on the Auntie Donna Twitter account, I will go on 7 AFL and I will say, put this guy on prime time. I think he's an absolute star. Yep. Matt Hill. Mm-hmm. Do you even know who Matt Hill is? Yes, he's he's a guy, similar ilk to what I said. He's yes. a yes. guy that he can do any sport. Yes. He's been in the doldrums of whatever he gets paid in yeah. tiny jobs for years and years and years and he's been so good he's forced his way through yeah he's a race caller and he yes. loves calling yeah, races yeah. and he's the sound of like i'm not a big horse racing watcher but i lo- like you walk into a pub and you hear that commentate like i love it's the sound of like old school australia yeah and when he calls afl it's outstanding it's that mix of professionalism and it just feels super australian i love it love it good answer and i need him prime time yeah him next to him in a grand final would just be mwah. Yeah. Molto bene. Mm-hmm. Molto bene. Okay. Do you know Lee Montagna commentated NBL games this year? I did. Really? He's he's yeah. he's one that of those guys in the vein of Kane Corns. I think yeah. those two are like the two who are just like pushing hard yeah. to be Everything. AFL people forever and, and media people. And he'll get there. The only other person I think is Nick Del Santo tries really hard, but I don't know what's yeah. happening. Try hard loser. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> trying to make a career. Because yeah. that's the journey of AFL players. You come out and you're around for a little bit and then you usually get the arse. Like the yeah. only people who've stayed around longer than that are like Gary Lyon, Dermot Brereton. I think that's a big uh, misconception is a lot of people. Are, oh, well, you've been in footy, then you'll get a job in media like everyone else. It's like, no, it's like less than 1%. And also to even play 50 games in the AFL, it's like less than 10%. And yeah. you probably have to play... 150 or be a really good on-air talent yeah. to actually get a 100%. job. It's so difficult. Doing this podcast as a not-media person, that's me, not you two, so fucking difficult. Person. I can barely talk You're half great, the time. Tom. What are you talking about? But I, I try very hard. But like for football players to step into even just doing a friendly podcast like this, it's a different skill for sure. Mm. 
Uh, okay, I've got really controversial with my last oh, one. Oh, no. Well, I, I really struggled with the last one. Yep. Um, because I couldn't think of any... Because we were talking about a team, right? Yes. I couldn't think of anyone that went with JB that I liked. Mm-hmm. So I just went Jared Waitley. Great. Which I love. Really? <laughs> which I love. I love Jared. I love listening to I'd him. I'd like to hear that. I need to hear <laughs> yeah. it. Can you imagine JP and Jared together? That would be very funny. <laughs> I don't know why SEN sent him to the Super Bowl other than a reason for Hutchie and him to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah, no, that's no, Craig Hutchison genuinely, like, because you and I are very big sounding board fans. <laughs> for those listening. This is the sounding board too. Yeah, this is the, he calls this the sounding board too. Um, sounding board is a podcast hosted by Damien Barrett, the AFL.com.au chief football writer, mm-hmm. and you know him from everything else. And the CEO of Croc Media, AFL Nation, SEN, Craig Hutchison, who was who started as a like a like hiding in the bin journalist, mm. like like a legit hardcore journalist, and then has slowly moved into owning things. And is the CEO of, and they just have a weekly wrap up of the media, which is, well, how would you describe it? Uh, very much within a bubble, a yes. tight bubble. <laughs> the other day they were arguing that Cal Toomey's the coolest guy in Australian media sport and the kids love him. And I'm like, that sounds like Damien, you're well within the walls of Ava. And nothing wrong with Cal Toomey, he's great. But I'm like, I don't think you'll be, um, that, that's a mid call being a cool kid. Yeah. I once messaged Cal Toomey on the Auntie Donna account. And I was like, hey, can I ask you? Because I rang SEN genuinely during trade period. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't, they wouldn't put me on air because they think I'm going to prank call them again. And I kind of was. But then they wouldn't. They're like, oh, no, we're busy. Yeah. And so I messaged him directly. And he was like, I'm like, hey, Cal, I have a question. And he's like, what is it? What are you boys up to? I want to know what you boys are up to. Yeah. And I was like, I just want to know. Like, what do you think we'll get? What do you think the uh, D's will start landing on here for picks? And he's like, yeah. oh, he's like, I think this. <laughs> All right, have a good day. He's like, oh, I'm not sure about what you're up to, you boys. <laughs> you're going to probably mix it up and change it and edit it. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. I was just genuinely, Cal, I just had a question. You're the draft guru. Um, okay, so you went with... Jared Whateley. Okay. Uh, no, the Hutchie Super Bowl. I it, I think it's just like a, they went to Jared Whateley and said, hey, you want to be on a radio station that no one listens to? And he's like, well, that doesn't seem like a good idea. <laughs> And then he went, you can go to the Super Bowl every year and call it. And he's like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. And man, we can't. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait. It's very strange on SEN, just one day a year, they're all of a sudden, and the Pats are coming out. Yeah, seventh, it is. It's sixth down, 25 yards. You know? Some bloke's like, oh, no, I'll turn off the actual broadcast and go to SEN. <laughs> and listen to SEN Monday morning. The experts. Uh, no, it's always, it, it, the, when they call the Super Bowl, it, it suggests to me that the AFL is coming. That's what I when I hear Jerry calling mm. Super Bowl. All right, yours, your uh, Anthony uh, Hudson. I, I was yeah. surprised no one did said it earlier. I think. Oh, Hutto. Yeah, he's good, isn't he? He just. Uh, you think of the last ten years of iconic moments. The last fifteen years, maybe. I don't, I'm not sh- quite sure. And he's in there now. Dennis Cometti, you could argue as well, but I'm, I'm just saying for recency bias, recent ones. I you should think, have gone the Perth person. You should have gone. Dennis no, Cometti. no, Hutto. You, like, I just reckon he. He, I, I like how passionate he is and how over the top he is in the big moments and he kind of nails them all the time when I was I used to be uh, the face of Cole's MasterCard right I saw, okay <laughs> anyway what were you saying no <laughs> no um, and we used to shoot in different Coles's around Victoria and Melbourne oh yeah so you can't shoot in the same Coles for too long because yeah. They get mad, and we did like a oh, week. I'm in a red it. suit with these two other, three other guys singing Coles Rewards mm. Mastercard time. Yes, and uh, so we're at a Coles in like Brighton area, mm. 
and um, we're dancing and doing looking stupid like in front of a cash register or something. And Anthony Hudson with his kid walks up and starts looking at us and staring at us. I was like, that's fucking Anthony Hudson. And I'm like, it looks like he's like, wow, TV shoot. And he looks like he's really interested <laughs> and he's watching and he like gets closer and closer. And I'm like, is Anthony Hudson going to like ask for a photo or something <laughs> with his kid? Because maybe, you know, kid. Yeah. And I was like, but, and then he just walks up and then like the AD, the assistant director or something goes, hey, can he? He goes, I just need one of them trolleys. <laughs> <laughs> and then took a trolley from us and walked off. <laughs> that's my Anthony Hudson story. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> You were in the fucking way. Yeah, he, was, he did not. He couldn't care less. Yeah, like yeah. he's just. He was like, "Fuck these cunts! I need yeah, a trolley." Yeah. Yes. So Hutto, no, Hutto is absolutely the best AFL caller, and will be like, I think, when he's done bigger than Bruce McAvaney. You reckon? Yeah. Because so we interviewed him for our first episode of our pod. I know he does. <laughs> sorry, I did listen to that. Go on. No, no, it's fine. But uh, no, it's fine. But he um he said Bruce McAvaney. He was like, "Oh, it's the he's the greatest ever. I'll never ever trump him," which obviously is. Probably somewhat self-deprecating for him to not be. But yeah. In my head, I'm like, nah, you are. What's the bit when he was like, in yours, you're like, can you say that? He's like, nah, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> like, kick it forward, or you say kick it forward into the camera, and then he goes, no, nah, I'm not saying that. And he yelled, kick it forward. He also wouldn't give us a tip for the season. He was like, oh, for the sample. <laughs> uh, yeah, I reckon Glenelg's a chance. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know why we would care what a commentator <laughs> thinks, but <laughs> let's get let's get real about Hutto for a moment, if I can. He's got. Uh, small man energy. Yeah, <laughs> like Bruce did. But he's got he's he he's someone he's a dorky kind of guy who loves sport. Small man energy, who has been sort of has created this hardened, calloused mm. skin by being around big jock bullies his whole career. Because mm. you hear at moments when he's commentating or moments where like someone does a little snapping and he comes back hard, <laughs> like well better than you, mate. Like a lot of a, a lot of that kind of energy, like. Oh yeah, I bet you would say that. Like you hear like, like the Jason Dunst or like, he he'll go hard at people. I actually asked him when we interviewed him, but I didn't put it in the thing. Um, when was the last time you were ID'd? And uh, <laughs> and he laughed. And he goes, "Oh, not that long ago." <laughs> well handled, Hutto. Who, who's yours, Broden? Okay, a drum roll. Add the drum roll. All right. <laughs> this I, I'm regretting this already. I feel bad about him. But I was going with, I was like, this is for engaging content All right. and probably to be smashed. Okay. Separate. I'm just talking about performance of commentary and that specific art form. Mm-hmm. I think this person's commentary is underrated. I think that they're one of the best commentators moment to moment that bring genuine passion, removing from who they are. My second commentator is Eddie McGuire. Oh, right. Whoa. Okay. Interesting. I there, can't he has ever some, thinking anything good about that guy. I know, <laughs> I know, and I'm not. I don't think he's a cool guy. Yeah, I'm happy that Collingwood are good now, and he's not the president. Yeah, that's good. He's yeah. a bit of an idiot. Yeah, he mid, bro. <laughs> he, he's a bit mid, but there's moments of calling, like the Fremantle goal after the siren that he called a few years ago, Longmuir or whatever. Uh, Very good. Yeah, I'd have to hear because nothing's coming to mind to be honest. Should I get some Eddie Maguire commentary? Yeah, yeah, let's get some Eddie. Get Justin Longmuir kicking the guy for siren against St Kilda at Subiaco Oval. I heard it from my. I could hear it from my house. Eddie Maguire Subiaco. Well, was that the? Would that be the one you? No, I don't think this is more recently. I was actually in Perth doing shows. Okay. Oh, Richmond. Yes, that one. Monday Richmond, I think. Monday Richmond. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. 
Because Eddie's just like unbecoming to me. He's just like, when he commentated, he was just very good with words, but don't remember anything special about it. Well, tell me what you think of this. All right. (laughs) Okay, all All bias is out. Okay. Here we go. Last roll of the dice. Sandalange tries to get it out. Here they go. Lucky now from center half forward. Needs a mark and he's got it. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. The siren's gone. He needs to kick a goal. That's sick and the cat's feeling at the moment. They haven't scored a goal since the 19 and a half minute mark of the third term. It does not matter. After 120 minutes of bone crushing football, it comes down to one kick. David Mundy, the 259 game veteran of the Dockers, the former captain, comes in. Interest worm. Yeah. That was perfect. It's it's a good call. Yeah, I think he's solid. I'm a co- I'm doing that as a controversial call. I'm yeah. trying to you know, engage Hot the audience. Yeah. I want people to listen to this because they hate me. <laughs> but they right, hate me because they ain't me. Yeah. You know what I mean? How was Kyle Sandalin's wedding, by the way? It was very good. Yeah, very <laughs> beautiful spread. Beautiful spread. Imagine if I did President's Lunch to the lounge Melbourne President's Lunch to Carl Sandlin's wedding. <laughs> He's a monster. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of I've met a lot of people who work on his show. He's a monster. Yeah, right. I don't know heaps of people that did too because it's like a pathway that's yeah. so much stuff yeah. and it just becomes like a bit of a little cult, I think. Yeah. Good uh, probiotic. You mm-hmm. said you're cult? Just joking. Now, that's, that's okay. So everyone's rollout is good. Yep. That's some good commentary. That's good commentary. You got to put a like. You got to do more lists. I think mm. in, is what I'm finding. Lists and yeah. takes. Mm. Yeah, a few people on the mailbag this week asked for us to rank mascots and rank theme songs. So okay, we'll, we'll that put that in the time. future. We'll favorite theme song, time. Josh. We did something on the GWS Giants recently. It's yeah. my favorite, probably just well put oh, together. So yeah, good. It's great. But did you know uh, Harry from? Cat Empire gets a hundred bucks every time they win. Let's do a correction because you said Felix is. I the, said Felix last week from yeah. Cat Empire was the, and he's not. No, I it's, just assumed it was Felix. It's, but it's Harry. Yeah, but imagine getting a hundred bucks every time a team wins, and you're not even placing a bet or anything. It's just like it's fun, free, talent-based gambling. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, he's just all you got to do is write a song. Yeah, and well, train. It was difficult. What about you guys? What are your favourites? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Just make me do it. Yeah, no, you're a fucking you're a fucking loser for having an opinion. What do you care? About? I I think it. I I I think the Giants one is sick. I have a. I I love the original Frio one that just fucked Russian Navy. Oh, song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what just is the it? original version? Oh, okay, okay. Frio, Frio. Oh yeah, oh, yeah the slow one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Frio, Frio. I like the Richmond one because yeah, that's go, yellow and black. Yeah, yeah. That's always fun. But yeah. I'm. Speaking of which, Tazzy can't fuck this up. No, we're going to write them a banger, me and you, bro. All right. Just a full yeah, but like, not it's got like so much trap in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like full modern. It's going to be sick because you're going we're on about how they need to be cool. Tazzy. We're going to sit in a yeah, triplet feel. <laughs> it's going to be hard because He's in that thinks, thinks, in that they need to be cool. They need to be cool. That's one of Broden's five pillars. Well, they need a they need a rap and they need a middle aged <laughs> white guy to rap it. Yeah, yeah. We're the very fantastic. We're gonna hand in my head. We're gonna make that across the season, and it can't be anything Hobart or anything like that because no, no. The, everyone in the north will be like, we hate them. Yeah, yeah, Fuck. yeah. No, that. Uh, 
because it's a, you don't want to do what the Suns did and just try and do. I think you have to just go and find an old song and do it again. Really? That, that's the because that's the key. Don't that's go. What and, everyone does, right? Apart from Can Empire, unless you've got like a legitimate great songwriter, <laughs> yeah, yeah, making your song. Don't get some weird guy who writes ads to do your fucking theme song. No. Don't get the tip top guy. Whatever Gold Coast did, don't do that. Yeah, like go and get, go and. Just get like uh, some old 1910s vaudeville song mm-hmm. and just do that. Mm. That's my hot take. It would involve a lot of research. Like they got really lucky, JWS, that this guy did it all for them. But, but, but them, then you, a lot of the time you'll have to pay someone, hey, here's 20 grand, figure it out. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. right. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, yeah, he gets 100 bucks a game though. Luckily, yeah. it's JWS, so it's not that frequent. Oi. Oi. <laughs> I'll say it. I don't care. I don't care. You I've already said Eddie McGuire is my favorite person in the world. <laughs> um, all right. We've got two, speaking of songs, last yeah. thing, last thing on our agenda for this week. Yeah. We have two songs. Yes. From our mailbag. Go All for right. it, Tom. So last week, what did we do last week, Braden? Oh, I've just mental oh, blank. Come on, man. As soon as you threw it to me, mental blank. So last week we must have played something to do with music. We talked about GWS song. Is that what? Oh, we- no, we sung the sons. We and then sung we the sons. Sung, and then we, and I melodied, I sung the harmony. Yeah. Oh yeah, for the that. Giants. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm very successful. So, I'm very good, aren't I? And I think Braden said, "Send us your footy songs." Because, yeah. No, Lukosius was what started. Remember the Lukosius song? Oh yeah, someone did a Lukosius. Someone song. did a, a song about Lukosius and, and sent, sent it, it in. To us. Yeah. So we're across this shit. <laughs> yeah, we know exactly what's going on. So we had two people send in their songs. So one was from Tyler. Have you got it there, Braden? Which one's Tyler? Is he the Tassie one? No, the other one. The cool footy song Gar- from our Supercoach League. Is this Gary Rowan? Yeah. So they've got a Supercoach League and they've written their own theme song for the league that they sing when they get together to do their Supercoach draft and stuff. I've never heard this before. We're going to play it now. Yeah. Okay. It's really great. I'm excited. Is it? It was one of them a music producer? Yeah, we'll shout out their band afterwards. That's fun. Yeah, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Similar to Kick It Forward in the same sort of world as your thing, Tom. Oh, yeah, that's why I'm rocking out over here. Yeah, I'm loving it. it. No, not really. (laughs) So, Tyler said some context. We have a Supercoach Draft League called the GRISL, Gary Rowan Invitational Supercoach League. This is the same song, theme song that our league commissioner and one of our other mates wrote for our draft night party. We play this at the beginning of any in-person league-related gatherings. Good job. Also, shameless plug, if you want to check out their band, they are called Bench Cup. They're called King Gizzard and the Lizard. <laughs> um, you know, Gary Rowan, the, so Virgin ran this competition for two years and made the AFL teams submit yes. short films. Yes. And oh, they were man. all dumb and stupid. But we, we did one about- we did a, a doco You made one? It. We did a doco on it today. Really? A, about the acapella St. Kilda one where they sing 
Okay, I've got so much shit that I can tell you off air about this that we need to talk about. <laughs> no, well, we got Tom Lee, who used to play there for three years. He's a friend of a friend from Perth, and he just dished it all and was just talking about how horrendously bad the filming of it was. Because, well, he was just like, it was the worst timing. We're 16th, and then the day after they won it, they run all this money. Um, the they accidentally burnt, set fire to a little person on their pub crawl <laughs> oh yeah. on their God. Mad Monday, and then their tie trip got cancelled so everything was shit I, th- I think melbourne and st kilda were the two winners yeah and neither of them took the trip so in the end they they did used it for their preseason tournament preseason the next year to wow. go to denver but sorry gary rowan has one for sydney um and it's the weirdest it's about, it's two green, minutes green, green, green screen thing yeah I i'm like why does no one clip this up it's gary Rowan's like oh when i broke my leg i hear what here's what i did or it's something. weirdly like trauma but then you do stand-up comedy and then he goes but seriously it was the hardest year of my life <laughs> that was a very like it was yeah uh, you've just said this but virgin said the team who wins these short film competition gets free trips to america because it was in that period where calling them because they're rich went to denver for altitude training right so every team yeah. started doing it yeah yeah, yeah. I remember and then that, yeah. they were like well we'll pay for one of the other teams to go and do this altitude training in America. We'll pay yeah. for their flights. So all 18 teams had to submit these videos and they completely varied in how good they were. Like Gold Coast Suns, they, in the dialogue, like in the script, the people are like, so what do you got? I've got nothing, but they're coming in today. So they actually wrote that, no ideas. And then um, Harry Kuehl and Gary Ablett Jr. play random games for two minutes. <laughs> and then he goes, all right, I've got to catch a plane with Virgin and then leaves. And then the Frio one, I remember had that, Eskimo, that was pretty good, actually. Eskimo Joe song in it. Yeah. Woo. They did when the Eskimo Joe famously left their label and then made an independent album that yeah, no, one, right. no yeah, one ever yeah, listened yeah, to. Yeah. And um, it's, that's the song, and they obviously had the connections to Freer. I'm fascinated by that era, too. I could talk about that forever, and there's two stories I can only tell you off air. All right. <laughs> Bookmarked. I will um, hear it. Sorry, I just, go I just, on. I want to point out as well before you get to that, I, this played through my iTunes, yeah. and my iTunes is only U2, that U2 album. Yeah. And then my audio for podcasts that I guested on during COVID. Yeah, right. So I have like 45 minutes of me on Emsolation, which is M. Ruciano's <laughs> podcast. Should I play like a second yeah, of that? Play a bit sure. Of that. <laughs> How incredible. M's talking. No, that's cool. <laughs> It's a great reference as well for you, and I love that you. That's kind of your reference point for your. Show. <laughs> I find that so funny. That is funny. Uh, all right, great. Next song. All right, next one is from Ben. He says, "Hi guys, love the pod. Thanks." This is on Spotify. Yeah, this is a real song. How serendipitous for your call out on Friday morning for footy songs and Mr. Albanese heading down to Tassie for an announcement. Here is a song that my mate Westy wrote years ago. It's called It's About Time Tassie Had Its Own Team. And it's a full song, so we don't have to listen to the whole thing, but... It's about time Tassie had its own team. Well, Mr. guess ben. what, Westy? What's the name of it? Oh, you got, they got their team. They got their team. Hudson. Rewalt Richo, Bulldog, Lynch and Hart. More of this. And what year is this from? It's like genuinely ahead of its time. 2019. Yeah, it's not great. Tell you what, AFL is not gonna happen no more. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Love that. So shout them out, bro. And I can't remember the name of the band. It's Adam West and Westy and the Benchwarmers. Westy and the Benchwarmers. Tazzy team, it's time. And it's literally time. How, it's um, time right now. How apropos. 
Yeah. Mm. Fuck. This has been good yarns. Look mm. at their team song now. Yeah, that's right. That that guy. <laughs> it's about time the Tassie had its own team. Have a gut full of piss and come on, boys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that. Um, that's everything. That's everything. Good yarns with you, mate. Thank you so much for coming on. I sincerely uh, uh, recommend Kick It Forward. It's a really mm. fun thing that I listen to every week. Thanks, thanks, Apes. No, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me on. It's actually. I just touched down in Melbourne this, and I was so discombobulated from this big town mm, and it was yeah, cool you know. to come here. Come here. It's uh, come to the sticks. <laughs> in Perth, you got Freo, you got Perth, you got Claremont where the Claremont killer reigned mm, and um, mm. and that's about it. Margaret River. No, stop talking about Margaret River. I was there on the weekend. It's beautiful. For the Margaret River Pro. Yeah, he nice. was like, there should be a third WA team. It should be Margaret River. I did hear that and I was like, it's like 20,000 people that live there. No, I had no John idea. John Ralph literally said there should be one in Geraldton. <laughs> two days ago and Geraldton's like 20,000 and it's about six hours from Perth (laughs) and I went there once and our team got bashed Um, no and it's a beautiful part of the world Uh, I had one thing a little surprise so Uh. Broden uh, we did a mystery t-shirt giveaway on our podcast and I bought bought them you bought two and I was like oh it's so supportive thank you uh, you didn't have to, but we <laughs> promised that someone would sign it. We didn't know who when we went to gather around. So we'd, we'd yep. been a couple of mates went to gather around and we took 20 shirts and we got random ones from like Travis Boak, happened to be next to us. We got him. Bokey. But then on the flight over to Adelaide from Melbourne, uh, David King's there. And yeah. he's p- punting the whole trip, like punting the He's, he's betting. Yeah, betting. Oh, I've heard. I love on it. Horses, he loves a punt. On, on, on yeah. horses. And I go up to him after, I go, hey, mate, um, really weird one. Do you mind signing two shirts for us? It's, <laughs> yes. It's for a mate of mine. Oh. Um, he's a massive fan. He's actually a pretty popular comedian. Broden, he's <laughs> really? like, he's like, Broden, ah, yeah, tell him, tell him to get in touch. He's he pretty popular. I was like, yeah, they're pretty good. He goes, ah, cool. Yeah. Like, Do you mind if we get a photo of us get signing it? Get the fuck it. out of here. So, so we got a photo of us getting it signed by him. Oh. And it's in the thing well, as well. And you've mailed this. Yeah, it should be in the mail. Well, Harry fuck. did it. So hopefully it's there. So. <laughs> I can't. Well, that's so nice. We got some funny ones, yeah. Oh my god, David King! You love David. We should have him on. You should. should. No, he he was like, tell him to reach out. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, I'm so. Thank you so much. I can't wait. I'll wear. I'll send a photo once I get it. I bet it's. I bet they came, and I was at home, so I got to check the letterbox. I never checked the letterbox. Yeah, you got to find that little slip and then go to Oz Post. Yeah, mm. <laughs> and then line up mm. and then give him. Give them and paper and with ask, the, they're going to ask for your license. Yeah, and then I bring that. And yeah, and then don't you, forget the goodies. There's lots of fun things you can also buy. At the post <laughs> oh yeah, I'll get like a little uh, maybe a Tats Lotto ticket. Yeah, why not? Thank you, Josh, for coming on and flying straight from Perth to be here. Um, your partner's sitting somewhere in Collingwood. Yeah, waiting for you to. What are you going to do? Go out for dinner? Yeah, going to go for dinner. Filming some stuff on Friday, hopefully. And um, Jack Post. Yeah, hopefully get something done. I just got to write a script. Um, and then Saturday, have a good mate's wedding in, in Collingwood. So we I, you go to so many weddings. It's just that year. It's I'm 33. My partner's 28. We had this our 14th um, this summer. Fuck Jesus. Hell. It's not summer. Well, yeah. It was the last one. So Gee, uh, they're good mm. fun. Actually, I reckon there's definitely a series in like there's so much sort of younger like there's so many stupid things that happen at weddings. Mm-hmm. So I'm considering renting an entire set and hiring extras and then doing like eight sketches in one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah It's yeah. a good idea. Yeah, 100%. He, he's married. Tom's married. Yeah. Oh, he's he, a Greek woman, right? Mm. His, his wedding is in like two weeks though. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Congratulations. Thank you. So yeah, we He's did having a, a backwards wedding. Yeah, we did. The, we done the church a year ago. 
But we're having the reception in a, in a couple of weeks because be you know it was a sh- it was a sham sham situation yeah. for the for the nanas. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, we were pregnant at the time, so we just. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> a bit of a rash job, Joshy. <laughs> they don't listen to the pod, do they? <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, I, they can't I speak, it, can't the speak English. Listen to the footy. <laughs> you know, what I've been saying to my girlfriend since I got here is like, "Hey, don't be a malaka, sweetie." And she goes, <laughs> "No, what is what is that?" And I'm like, "Oh, sorry, it's Greek uh, for like silly person." Um, Tom's Greek, he can say that. Yeah. She told me to F off. Anyway, thank you for having me, guys. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, Josh. Tipping. 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 How nice to have Josh here. Mm. What a lovely bloke and came in straight from Perth to be here. Mm. What a joy. Great tipping song as well. Mm-hmm. Tipping. Mm. Let's crack into the tips for this week. And I wonder how many of our listeners who listen to this episode stay for all of this is my curiosity. Mm-hmm. It's an option, this bit. It's like you can you can stick around for the boring tips or you can uh, go. Well, I really want to know how you went last week with your change of tactic, Broden. Yes, a very good point. I, for those who don't listen every week and are dropping in, I was going so badly that I decided that I would try to bottom out and be the last in our tipping competition, which mm. is something like 580. Um, <laughs> I tried to tip zero, which yes. is which is as hard as tipping nine out of 10. Correct, yes. But for the first few games, I was up there. So I got three again. I tried to get nine and I got three. <laughs> I tried to get zero, zero and, you and got I got three. three. <laughs> what I'm finding is I often get three. Yeah. I've got 25 tips. I think a lot of people are copying me. Right. But I am sitting at 553. I've almost doubled you, Broden. Well, we're all really proud of you, mate. All right? We're all really proud of you. That's my goal. Where are you sitting? I'm awful now. I'm 60,000th or whatever. Um, Things have changed up the top with our audience. I can't see, I can't even see King Dommy. I don't know where the hell King Dommy, and Talia as well. Talia, ain't, these were the two fighting it out for the top spot. Gone. They're I'd like well to introduce gone. Andrew Moss 90 mm. as, the, as the clear game ahead winner at the moment, Amazing. sitting at 47 total tips. Mm. And then Ada or Ada 309 at 46, Underdog Cowdoys 46. These are new. I was a, it, was a, it was a week that chucked up a lot of you know, interesting wins. So look, it's huge. Shall we crack into round eight? Yeah. First game is a tough one. Marvel Stadium, Friday night, tomorrow night. Super Carlton tough. Carlton v Brisbane. Mm. This is hard for me as well. I want you to know that. But I'm, <laughs> I think I have to... I, I want to see Brisbane win away from home. I'm tipping Carlton to win. Yeah, I'm going to tip Brisbane, I think. Uh, it should be a ripper match. should be nice and close. Don't think there'll be much in it. Could go either way. Brisbane Lions, I think they're going to start hitting their form. And I, pro- I project in about four weeks' time we're going, look, at, look they beat Collingwood. Mm. And they've got this young guy, Ashcroft, who's a gun. Mm. Um, a few more Charlie Cameron gun games. Yeah, There's a chance we're going... Brisbane look outstanding. Yeah, if they if they start to travel well. So this is another big test, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Not it's, only it's a top away, four side, but an away a, test. An away test. Which is why I think the Brisbane are going to be right up there, which is why I'm tipping Carlton by 100 points. <laughs> that was quite an evil laugh there. You really sat in there for a while. <laughs> Saturday, 2.10 at GM HBA, HBA Stadium. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. 
feel sick. I think someone's put GMHBA in my drink. <laughs> I think you skipped a game too. Oh, I did. Must be that GMHBA yeah, I in your took. System, yeah. uh, 145, which yeah. is a good 25 minutes earlier mm-hmm. at the MCG. Mm-hmm. West Coast Eagles taking on the Richmond Tigers. Yep. Two, two coaches looking at, and, and there's been a lot of, you know, suggestions that maybe these aren't the coaches to take them forward. Mm-hmm. Perhaps we'll be sitting here in four weeks going, geez, West Coast really played Richmond into some form. And it's, it's worth, yes, yes. And, we, and that's why I'm tipping West Coast. Yeah, and I'm going Richmond. <laughs> Dimmer Hardwick um, could be a very good option for Tasmania as well. Yes, 100%. You know, sees it out here a little bit longer and then just goes, I'm, I'm going to lead this, this Tasmanian team to the, mm-hmm. glory, to, the glory, to the glory land. 100%. That's an easy one. And mm-hmm. then we go back to GMHBA Stadium, uh-huh. Cats v. Crows. Oof, a lot, no one tipping Crows. Yeah. 6% tipping Crows. I think I want to tip Crows. They almost had Collingwood. If you'd been to Essendon Bombers, like, oh, I've got to mention... Uh, you know when Mish was on, she talked about WAG TikTok? Yes. Wives and girlfriend TikTok? Yeah. I saw, uh, I got, I'm got. i starting to get a little bit of the wives and girlfriend TikTok. Yes. And I saw, who was it? Zach Merritt. Zach Merritt's partner <laughs> doing a day in the life of, of Zach, of, you know, of a footy day. But it was more Zach's day than her yeah. day, really. Oh, yeah, it was her, her day going to watch her partner play football. Yeah. And uh, they woke up, went for breakfast. Yeah. And then... Got in the car, went to the game, and then she went to the president's function, which looked very similar to um, my experience. Mm. And she was having a great time. It's all very positive and fun. Then she goes in the change rooms and then drives home. Uh, what it doesn't really show is that Essen just got fucking pummeled by Geelong. <laughs> and and, uh, and <laughs> Zach Merritt driving the car on the way home just looks stroppy as. <laughs> He's uh, the captain of the football club. Yeah, and it's on his head. Mm. Geelong will... Probably destroy the Crows here. I well, Geelong's been in such fantastic form, but I'm going to go for Adelaide. I'm, well, that's wrong because mm. I'm going for Adelaide. <laughs> that should be a bad sign for you, man. Well, no, we've got differences in opinion. That's I think okay. I think it's wishful thinking from you. Yeah, no, it is. It 100 percent is, and I'm okay with that because you got to tip a few outliers, bro. And otherwise, if you just go with the pack, Geelong don't lose. Not now, they don't. But no, they're they're ju- particularly at GHP Stadium. GHP. <laughs> BHB Stadium. I think they're due a last and I think Adelaide were awesome. And I, I hope they get on the road and, and show them what's what. And hey, guess what we're up to? What are we up to? The showdown of the, the footy with Broden showdown match. It's the show, it's the footy cup Yep. at Heritage Bank. What yep. the fuck is a Heritage Bank, by the way? It's a bank of Queensland, I think. It's like literally a bank. There's a bank of Queensland. Yeah, but it's our bank that's in Queensland. But what I'm telling you is... The Bank of Queensland. Yeah, but it's not like the Heritage Bank River or anything. Or It's like literally a bank. Yeah, and I'm telling you yeah. that the Bank of Queensland exists. Yeah, it's called Bok. Yeah, B-O-Q. Yeah, didn't it get bought by a Suncorp or something? Heritage Bank is a Queensland bank servicing all of Australia, offering home loans, term deposits, credit cards, personal loans, banking accounts, and other things. Pretty standard stuff. But its head office is in Collins Street, Melbourne. <laughs> so I'm confused by what Heritage Bank is. Yeah. What they're about and their logo sucks. Is Metricon one of the ones that went down? Is that why no. they're not hosting anymore? Metricon I believe is still 
a thing. Yep, Let me okay. just check the news. Let's see the let's see the latest news thing <laughs> um, for, for Metricon. And it is Metricon's future remains uncertain while families await construction on homes. I think you're right. Okay. But I, the one so, I know is Porter Davis. They collapsed. Yeah, but there was three all at once, I think. Right, and Metricon. Yeah. Must be one of them, maybe. Which is a real worry for just housing in general in Australia. Oh, I found an article from uh, Gold Coast Suns, 26th of October. The Gold Coast Suns wish to thank long-term partner Metricon Homes for a successful 12-year partnership. So they knew they were going bankrupt. That's the thing. They knew in October and they did nothing about it. And they sold off collapse crisis. They sold off 67, 65 million worth of whatever. Mm. So having said all that, I'm tipping the Suns. And I am tipping the Suns also. Two on the trot. What are you doing? Two on the trot. You trying to drop off now? Two on the trot, You trying to do my bit? Two on the trot. You're not no, I'm not. I'm trying to go for some outliers because I'd rather go down swinging. Do you know how many injuries Melbourne have on our injury list at the moment? Uh, is it even better than the Suns? Because the Suns have two. We have two. Oh, wow. We have two people. You have two. We have two. Yeah. yeah. Two people injured and yeah. neither of them would be in our first 30, I don't think. Yeah. No, you know, we smashed... Uh, the VFL team last week as well because we had like 21 listed AFL players on there. Crazy. We've got an extended list as well. Crazy still, stuff. Um, but yeah, no, genuinely, I, I'm a believer now. I, Melbourne occasionally don't show up, occasionally. I think they're a very good side, obviously. So I'm going to back them to not show up this weekend. We're going to pummel you, mate. We're going to take you down, <laughs> We're mate. We're going to pummel you, mate. <laughs> We're going to pummel you. Saturday night. Monica Stadium. Is that the Canberra one? It is. Awesome. It will be two degrees. Yeah. This will be... Have you seen the film Everest? No, any good? It's about, in the 90s, uh, a bunch of people went up the mountain Everest to... Uh, it's a hill. Okay. They went up Everest Hill yeah. uh, to... Because people like to climb the Everest Hill. Yeah. And a bunch of people got caught in a very bad blizzard and died. Oh, that's sad. Um, good movie, but yeah, I got a bit obsessed awesome. with Everest for a while. Not, I don't want to climb it. I just got obsessed with the concept of the mountain and people wanting to climb it. You're not one to get obsessed with anything. No, and particularly, particularly morbid things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it will be Everest-esque. Yes, it'll be freezing. In that the winner will be the one who has the most surviving, <laughs> the most people haven't froze to death. Marnica Oval could be the largest open air grave cemetery site, <laughs> much like Mount Everest. Did you know that, Tom? No, I didn't know that. But There's now people I know. <laughs> who died in like 1925 on that mountain who you can walk past. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be worth risking getting retrieving the bodies, I imagine. No, it's too, you can't get them down. Yeah. So there's people up. There's people who you know, with as much respect as I can muster, there's people who are on that mountain who the movie is about. Yeah. Who are still there. Yeah. Right. And. Uh, there's people from the 20s who are still there. Do There's think- this documentary about mm. the two people who were the first ever to climb the mountain. And they're like, we're going to go looking for it. And they immediately find him. And these clothes are still on him. Yeah. These like name tags on him. It's fucked up. That's what I was going to ask. Do you think any of them could be revived in the future with technology? There's only one way to find out. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm going to tip. Well, this isn't, it's not clear. I'm going to tip GWS if that helps you. No, it doesn't. I think GWS have been playing better than their ladder position suggests, and Monica is a great home ground for them. Yeah, and the doggies are used to Melbourne weather. Mm. Giants. Wait, no, with Giants, I don't know. They're used to sunny weather. Who's going to do better in freezing cold temperatures? It could go either way, but yeah, I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling GWS. Yeah, okay, I'll go doggies on that. Yeah. Frio at Optus Stadium. Taking on. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. 
This is interesting. Frio have not shown up this year at all. And Hawthorne have shown just a little bit, but have been awful. So I guess you must go Fremantle. I'm going Hawthorne. Yeah, correct. I'm going Hawthorne. Uh, that game promises to be shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. And uh, both? Well, yeah. Who's getting? Who's going to be the Channel 7 game, do you reckon? Is it going to be GWS, Bulldogs, or Fremantle Hawthorne? I think it is. What's going to draw more of an audience? I think if last year they would have looked at it and said Doggies is our Victorian, probably have more Victorian watches at the moment than the yeah. struggling Hawthorne. I and then you. Channel 7 commentators can talk about how great Toby Green is, even though they don't really know yeah, who any of the teams are. And they can say, oh, the Bont's been a bit quiet this yes. quarter. He needs to show up because all they do is talk yeah. about the Bont. Okay, great. And then Sunday we got Port Essendon. Yeah. With only 16% of people on the AFL website mm. tipping Essendon at the moment. Port, this very, very strong favourites. It's at Adelaide Oval. Mm. It's fair. It's yeah. fair. Yeah, I'll go Essendon. Yeah, and I'll go Port. I think Port will get this done. Port, Port's starting to look good. Mm-hmm. Ken Hinckley's got that energy momentum about him. They certainly do. So you're going You're going Port to win? I'm going Port Adelaide to win. Oh, uh, because I've only tipped Essendon once this year, and that was last week. Oh, yeah, that's right. You and said you, the one time you invested or you put faith in them, yeah. you were punished. I was punished. So and you'll never... I hope there's a uh, wag TikTok about it, though. <laughs> Our trip to Perth. I mean, Adelaide. Yeah. Mm. Sunday, 7th of May, yes. which is when my um, chicken goes off in my fridge. Oh, right. Well, you got to eat it well before then. Now, is this Mother's Day? I don't know. It is could it? be Mother's Day potentially. Jesus first, Christ. First Sunday of May, I think, is Mother's Day. Where do I type in Mother's Day Australia? Yeah, and then it will tell you that it's the first... 14th of May. Oh, right. Lucky, thank lucky, God for thank that. God. I just... I don't even... I don't even think about that. Yeah. Uh, mum, mum listens to this podcast. I do think about it, Mum. That's nice. Good shout out to Leon. Hope you're well. She listens on the way to work. Mm. Pies, swans. Pies. Pies. Hot pies and sauce. Boring. Mm-hmm. Go on, swannies. Yep. I think Collingwood will punish Sydney. This is not going to be one of those, how did they get across the line at the end games? I think this is going to be Collingwood punishing swans yeah, swans look they, really bad at the moment yeah it's uh, they've got a rough trot haven't they they've had a re- few really awful games like Geelong and GMHBA and now Collingwood wow. at the G they've just they had have a last few week? awful ones who did they have last week Braden let me have a look I'll, I'll find it for you it's round 7 oh it's GWS Battle of the Bridge remember yeah they've had a couple of bad weeks I got, an e- I got an Instagram shall I read it Braden about the Battle of the Bridge yes because you were giving me a serve last week I would about, never. About saying Battle of the Bridges. It's Battle is, of the Bridge. One bridge. Which is incorrect. Bridge. And you said it was the bridge. Australia's bridge. Australia's bridge. It but is. It's Australia's bridge. Declan has to say. I won't hear anything otherwise. The battle to the of contrary. The, bridge, the Battle of Bridge <laughs> is actually a battle over the Anzac Bridge, as this is the bridge that separates the CBD of Sydney and the west of Sydney, or greater west of Sydney, if you will. The Sydney Harbour Bridge separates the north and the south. Yeah, Thanks but the no, no, but it's a. But do you think who is this? That's Declan. Declan, do you think? <laughs> do you think Declan that when people think of Sydney and they think of bridge, they're thinking of the <laughs> Anzac <laughs> Bridge? It's the Battle of Sydney because one team's called Sydney and one's called Greater Western Sydney. Declan, so thinking Sydney Harbour Bridge. Do you think? That it's a battle genuinely. Do you think they're genuinely battling for ownership of the bridge? No. It's Sydney. They're both Sydney. They're battling for the Sydney Harbour Bridge. It's the battle of the bridge because Sydney is the the, the icon of Sydney is a bridge. 
Declan. Declan just got dunked on. Yeah, Declan. <laughs> Declan's name has informed how I'm talking because it's yeah, so. It has. Declan, it's listen, a very Declan. Punchy, punchy name. Hey, De- <laughs> hey, Declan. <laughs> um, but no, you're probably right. But it, you know, if we, when no, you, no, yeah, yeah. if you asked everyone in the world, including all of China and India, yeah, and uh, European countries, people in, I don't know. Copenhagen. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's a battle of the bridge in Sydney. What do you reckon it's about? They'd mm. say Sydney Harbour Bridge. And the, it could, yeah. Or they'd say that. like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't even understand the con. What is AFL? And you go, well, there's a, a football and it's different. And then you're going to say there's a Sydney team and then there's another Sydney team mm. called Greater Western mm. Sydney, which mm. is based in the West. Mm. It'd be a whole. It'd be very complicated. But at the end of the day, I'm tipping Sydney. Yeah, and I'm tipping Collingwood. And then the last game of the week, oh. closing out strong, North taking on Saints. I'm tipping North. And I'm tipping Saints by 1,000 points. Do you think I, I can genuinely think I could get zero this week? I don't think so, no. Do you think that's impossible? Is no, that- I don't think it's impossible, but I think it's unlikely. There's at Danger least games? three or four close games. I think GWS Bulldogs will be close. I think uh, Brisbane Carlton could be close. And... Yeah, that, and there'd probably be one other ups- upset, I imagine. You're right. Yeah. You're always right. <laughs> well, that was a strong episode. Thank, thank you to you. Josh. Thank you. Thank you to Tom. Why did you say thank you after I said thank you to Josh? I was also saying thank you to Josh. Oh, okay. I thought you were saying thank you for the thank you. No, I was just saying thank you, Josh. You know. Thank you, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Why did you say thank you there? I said thank you for acknowledging my thank you. Ah, uh, so you did two different kinds of thank yous. Exactly, yes. Thank you to... Uh, Everyone who listens to their podcast. Yes, thank you. I hope you have a good... That time I was thanking the listeners. <laughs> okay. Are you done with the thank yous? I was just complimenting your thank yous. Yeah, but are you done now? Okay, I can stop if you like. No, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I just want to know. I'll stop. All right. Well, that's your choice. <laughs> thank you for stopping. See you on Monday. Bounce that... What is it? Bounce that pill. Pill. Pill? Bounce Bounce that cardinal pill. (laughs) Bounce that pill. (laughs) 